What's going on guys? Zane here. Want to welcome you back for another episode of the Aftersound Experience. Uh, this week we have an awesome guest. She is a close friend of mine from way back in the day, schooling days. And uh, what's really cool is that she has gone out and started to do her own thing. Uh, her name is Maya Devasi and she started her own company, Preoccupied Bride, which focuses on wedding planning uh, and other types of event planning, which we'll get into in the episode. But uh, I really wanted to share this with you guys, or I've really been looking forward to sharing this with you guys because uh, this podcast to me isn't just about creatives, it's about people going out there and making it happen and just doing it and following their passions, no matter what it is. So uh, this episode, I've been looking forward to speaking with Maya, and I think she drops a lot of really cool gems for people who are looking for time management or just skills in being organized or just how how to go about doing what she did in terms of um, finding your passion and doing that on the side until until you can get it to a point where you're ready to take the leap. So enough being said with that, uh, but before we st- jump in, ooh, before we jump in, really excited to let you all know that we have a new single dropping tomorrow. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It is a cover of Oh Pretty Woman uh, by Roy Orbison. I think it's from like the 50s or 60s. We put our own little electro pop spin on it and uh, we're really excited to share it. So tomorrow being April 13th, Friday the 13th. Uh, yeah, check it out. It'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. But enough with the promo. Let's jump right in. Hey Maya, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking the time to meet up today and talk about Preoccupied Bride. Absolutely. How have you been? Um, for those listening, Maya and I have been friends for, what, 10 years? Probably more, more than, than that even, years? which oh is my crazy. Gosh. Okay, we're not, we're not going to talk about that because that's a long time. We've, we've, we've been friends <laughs> for a long time. We're not, we're not going to count the years because that just, yeah. But um, yeah, so... Well, we, we had a chance to catch up briefly beforehand, but I, I kind of shut down yes. every conversation about Preoccupied Bride because I wanted to to talk about it on the show. And so I guess, well, before we even get into it, mm-hmm. before we even get into like the, the nuts and bolts, how has your 2018 been so far? Because I think, if I remember correctly, you started this at the end of last year. Uh, or like uh, mid- midway yeah like kind of in the summer of last year oh, okay, is when I started so it was like right in the middle of wedding season and mm-hmm. it's been great honestly it's been an awesome awesome year so far uh, I'm almost a year into the business but uh, I don't know it's it's been definitely like crazy because mm-hmm. <laughs> just starting a new business is crazy there's just literally something you can be doing all the time yeah um, but it's been a good year and specifically for 2018 it's been a really really awesome year so far. I had my first wedding of the year last month and I have some more lined up for this year. So it's just, good, good, yeah. it's exciting. I remember because I mean, we, we couldn't pinpoint exactly, but we had dinner earlier this year. Yeah. And um, I remember you were talking about how you had one a month and you were kind of like planning it out that way. And you felt good. Like this is like, you were starting to do some solo stuff from, yes. from like, well, I guess when you first started off, you were 
either assisting or partnering with uh, someone else. Yeah, so exactly. So it seems like you've had a couple of a uh, couple of opportunities to go solo, and how's how's that been? It's been awesome. I uh, it's it's interesting because I I was working with a venue last summer doing these outdoor farm rustic farm weddings with them. It was really cool, mm -hmm. and um, it was a really good opening into kind of just the day of coordination and how it goes. But it was. It was still a very different experience to doing it under someone versus, you know, actually yeah, doing yeah. one on your own. Yeah. And there's just so many more elements you deal with when it's on your own. Uh, when I was with that with that venue, it was mainly ceremony coordination that I was working on. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas uh, on my own, I'm obviously doing everything, ceremony, reception, and even some planning and design work and help with that before their actual wedding. So it's been cool. Uh, definitely a learning experience. I feel like <laughs> from the weddings that I've done, whether it was with the venue or on my own, I feel like even if everything goes perfectly, you still kind of learn something of like, oh, this is what I should do next time to, to make it smoother, or these are questions I should be asking beforehand to make sure that in terms of planning, we're both on the same page, things like that. So I feel like I'm going to feel like that even five, ten years down the line, yeah. that even as I'm doing more weddings, it's going to be like, oh, I learned something from that one even still even if it's been a long time, so. Well, and like every wedding is unique in the sense that there's different Absolutely. personalities. Obviously we were talking a little bit yes. about that beforehand <laughs> and you know, some of the More some of the interesting folks that you have to uh, to work with for, for lack of better words. But um, yes. yeah, so I mean, I feel like there's always gonna be opportunities. I no, no two days at work will ever be the same, at least that if it was, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. And you're right. Every wedding's different. Every couple's different. And that's kind of what makes it fun is is what you said. It's never, I'm not going to my job every day and it's the same thing. Yeah. It's definitely a different feeling each time. And that's kind of part of the reason I wanted to get into it. And mm -hmm. it just, it's it's fun. It's one of the, the happiest days. It's one of the happiest days of, you know, these couples lives yeah. and that's something fun to be a part of so yeah so I mean I if I was ever to start a business and that's sounds so random because I feel like I've started several <laughs> <laughs> but to me I feel like I, I'd always want to do wedding well either weddings or funerals because they're consistent <laughs> right people getting right. married people dying like it's just I just I'm just being honest it's just, but, uh, yeah, but weddings weddings are generally happier like happier than other, For sure. other events um, so, yeah, I'm going to ask the most basic question now. Okay. Why weddings? Like, what what drew you to that? Um, and, yeah, I guess I'm just, I'm just curious, like, because I know, I know, we, like, and we don't have to get into, like, your whole career path to this. Sure. But uh, I know when we first, when you first, like, told me about it, like, I was so excited because I think, <laughs> I, I think I even relate to you, like, what I just said, where I was like, yes, weddings are, like, the, the best times. I mean, yeah, be. I know people. Some people get crazy when it comes to weddings, but yeah, um, you know, generally, like you have a hand in playing uh, an important part in like people's one of the, the most important memories in people's lives. So, I guess I'm just curious from your perspective, what what drew you to want to work in this industry in this space, and especially like I guess in the capacity that you are now as like a planner. Yeah, sure. So definitely, like you said, it's one of the happiest days of people's lives. And to not only be a part of it, but to actually be useful to help them plan it. And I, I didn't realize it until I was planning my own wedding, just how cumbersome planning can get, mm, yeah. even though it's exciting. And, you know, you're both doing this because you, you know, you want to celebrate your love <laughs> and make it official and all that stuff. It, it can get really stressful at times. And I feel like what I liked was the idea of taking some of that stress off of 
these couples' plates because as as exciting and fun as it is to plan your wedding, it's you are going to get stressed out. It is going to be just <laughs> it's just going to be a little crazy at times. Yeah. And it's like if you have someone there who can guide you along the way, especially because most people, they're getting married for the first time, so they don't really know how much is entailed in a wedding. They don't mm -hmm. know how difficult it can get to plan it. Even if you're trying to do something simple, there's yeah. still all these details. And so if, if I could be kind of a guide to, to these people to, you know, just make it a little bit easier and make their day go well so they don't have to stress about the small stuff but can actually enjoy being you know, a bride or a groom or whatever that mm -hmm. day that I just feel like that's so important. You should actually enjoy your wedding day. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people who um, who don't hire planners, they they can at times not feel like that and not feel that special just because they're making sure things are getting done or did that yeah. happen or did this happen? But when, they, when they've had a planner, I've never heard a couple regret having a planner, I guess is the way I put it, because they have been able to enjoy that day and actually just let it be about them and not worry about those little things. So that was definitely one of the reasons I got into it. Uh, another reason- Did I, you enjoy planning your wedding that much? I did in particular, okay. even though it was super stressful at times. Mm -hmm. um, and actually what you asked was funny because it was, for me, I was a project manager before I got into wedding planning and as I was planning my own wedding and I was a project manager, I saw how similar the two yeah. were to each other. They're okay. so similar and I I have those skills as a project manager and I love those I love being organized. I love <laughs> deadlines. I love working with different groups of people. And so for me it just like clicked. I was just like I want to do this in the wedding industry because I already have the skills for it. I planned my own wedding and I actually enjoy doing it where mm -hmm. a lot of people don't feel like that. And it just kind of made sense for me to just to move into that area. Interesting. Okay, so so let's go a little bit further back then. Okay. Because um, you started this mid last year and mm -hmm. you got married in fall of the year before that. Yes. Right? So how how long was this idea brewing? And like, what, I, I guess, and I think that what we can add a value for, for people listening is like, while you were still working, you had this like idea of what you wanted to do. What were the things that you started doing that while you were working or like the steps that you started taking so that you could like make that leap to be able to to really push this? Sure. Um, like what are the things that you like you started focusing on? And I mean, you know, bring in your obviously you have project management experience, which is huge for like anybody starting any type of business, because um, from the get go, like you're organized and you understand and you're looking big picture. So Absolutely. I'm just curious, like what, what was that process for you? Like from the day after you got married, or maybe, <laughs> maybe the week after you got married to, um, to, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of taken this full time. Yeah. So while I was a project manager and we were planning our wedding, I kind of already started having these ideas to start my own business. And essentially I was just trying to figure it out with my, my fiance at the time, my husband now, you know, how feasible it was, when should I realistically jump into it? Just because, yeah, we were getting married and we were starting this new life together. So it's like, is it smart to start a business soon after we get married? Should it, should I wait till later, later down the road? Um, so we were kind of talking through those things and it just, honestly, it was, it was interesting because I, I loved my job as a project manager, but I, I, I felt like I was still missing something. And I, I felt like I, I really wanted to get to that next step, even though I didn't know exactly what it was going to be until I was wedding planning and thought, okay, I think I want to, you know, make this happen and make it my own business. And kind of like 
in my mind since I've been younger, I always wanted to start a business at, at some point in my life. I yeah. kind of come from that background. Both my parents have their own businesses and I knew I wanted to do that. I just never thought it was going to be this early in my <clears> life. I, I always had that idea, but it was like, ah, we'll see, maybe 10, 15, whatever amount of years later. And so it just kind of felt like the right opportunity as we were planning. We talked through things and we basically said, you know what, we our only responsibilities are each other. We don't we don't have, um, you know, like a family yet, or we, we don't have like all of these other burdens or, you know, especially in terms of like financially speaking yeah, that yeah. are weighing us down. So why not just start it now? Just kind of, it's it, not like it's now or never, but it kind of was just like, yeah. it does kind of seem like now is a perfect time to do it. Mm -hmm. And so while I was still at my, my old job, I was starting to make strides I was thinking about the name that I wanted for the company to be, what exactly, what type of planning I wanted to offer. I started thinking about all those things while I was still at my, my current job. And then I was, uh, I was taking an online wedding planning class. I took that while I was still working just to kind of get a feel for it since I didn't really have the full background experience. In, mm -hmm. in terms of even though I was a project manager, a lot of planners actually plan events for their for their families or friends before they actually turn it into a career. So since I didn't come from that direction, I wanted to have some type of education or experience or something in it while I was still working. So that's kind of what ended up were, happening. Okay, so were you attending like conferences or bridal shows and things like that? I, did I, that. I actually don't even know what the space is like. I remember. I remember I attended a, is it a bridal show or a conference Yeah, they or have something. a bunch of bridal oh, they're shows. They're just giving free stuff away and then yeah. I almost had to buy a timeshare because I'm, I can't <laughs> say no. But That sounds like, that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like, what, is that the best place to like connect, network, find people? Like Bridal shows are definitely a good spot. Uh, I think more there's better networking events in terms of like actual organizations oh, that okay. you can attend, like in just the wedding industry. So it's not necessarily just planners. There might be um, DJs and photographers and you know all these different people in the wedding industry going to these events. Mm -hmm. uh, bridal shows are still a great spot. You're going to meet a ton of vendors and people to interact with, you know, just because they have booths set up and they're also attending these shows. Um, but I do feel like there are there are better places in terms of, you know, where to where to meet more people in the industry. Gotcha, okay. And I, I actually didn't do those things until I like started my business. And mm -hmm. maybe, I, you know, it's kind of funny now that you say, I'm like, huh, maybe I should have started doing that. <laughs> that. But it was kind of like, I was a little crunch for time between like work and then, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. trying to do like this class and then trying to figure out when to officially launch this business and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I like that. You should, <laughs> I think we should say, yeah, like you should start networking like right when you decide you want to do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I get that. Cause sometimes like when you meet people, you want to have something to show, right? You want to have a For business sure. card or something set up. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I get that. Um, but <clears throat> it's funny because, well, uh, taking a more um, personal tone to it, like, I know your dad has his own business. Yeah. And so, like, uh, to me, like, it just, it, it, like, it makes me, gives me, like, the, oh, God, it gives me, like, the warm and fuzzies. Or, like, it's, <laughs> it's really just nice to see um, you kind of taking that path, too, because yeah. I remember in, this, in some of the conversations that we had, <clears throat> uh, post-college you were talking about um you just just the respect that you had for your dad and how he treated his clients how he went about his business for sure um, and and things like and the thing is like i have you know my father's in business as well but i don't think that that i had ever like looked at it like that you know what i mean or, or at least it made me realize and especially now having this conversation with you where we're, you're a couple months in or maybe almost a year in like yeah. now like that's really clicking for me 
from that conversation way back yeah. when because like you know like you really took an active interest and this was before like you were you were working or helping out there like you you actually like really looked at what your father did how he ran his business when he was when he was like the you know the buck stops here right when he's like <laughs> the person every, that that takes all the the credit and takes all the blame um for sure so, yeah no that's i mean it's just cool to see like you really respecting that from him and then kind of taking a, a route uh, not similar industry-wise, but similar in terms of like entrepreneurial, right? No, definitely. And I, I do feel like watching him create his own business from an early age. And my, my mom ended up starting her own practice too in her, her field. But it it really was, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it is interesting when you see your parent doing that. Yeah. And I think for me, I don't know why it, I did notice certain things more, but it was cool to see him build up his business and like you everyone starts from you know the bottom or the beginning yeah, yeah. where you you only have one or two people and then it kind of mm. snowballs so, so to see him kind of create this amazing business and have all these clients who ended up being all around the country at you know at one point it was really inspiring and I think I loved also watching my parents kind of be their own bosses. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was like a big draw for me to also do business. Is it, it doesn't mean you get to just like do whatever you want, whenever you want per se, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you're not necessarily answering to everyone or anyone. It's more like you need to figure out what's gonna work and what's not. And you, you do get to have some flexibility in your schedule. So it was cool to see them, you know, be home at different times yeah, because yeah. of that. and. Um, you know, just be taking trips or doing different things because of the the be, because they were a business owner. Yeah. So, no, no, I, I I mean I totally get that, and I appreciate the fact that you said that because like it's it's so it's so important. Um, you know, yeah. thinking back, like my my dad worked six to seven days a week, and he still does. Like I just oh don't, I, like he's gonna like he's just one of those people. He's gonna he's gonna work until he. he heels over but like, <laughs> you know and and i respect that because i think like it just it drives him right yeah like you know like i don't think he's the type of person who's just gonna like sit at home but um there was definitely it was definitely appreciated like the flexibility that he had to take trips and be there when we needed or you know what Absolutely. i mean so um so is that was that like your parents doing this was that like a driving factor for you is that how you kind of got into that entrepreneurial mindset um, because I think I feel so. like some people, well, I mean, obviously it can go two ways, right? Some people, yeah. some people can be like super inspired by seeing what their parents didn't want to achieve that themselves, or they can be like, oh, you know, I, I, you know, like I don't, I don't want to do what they did. I want to do something different. And there's no, there's no wrong answer, right? Because like you can be successful either way, financially successful, absolutely, and successful in life, different aspects of life. But for you. Um, I mean, it sounds like it sounds like that was the case. Definitely, that's I, I knew I always wanted to start my own business, and I really feel like it was just because of watching my parents do what they did while I was growing up. I just didn't think it was going to be now. So I, I totally think they had an influence on it. And I, I would say I agree with the second part when you said, you know, like kids might say they don't want to do what their parents did. For me, it was like a mix. I knew I wanted to start my own business, but I knew it was going to be. <laughs> nothing related to what the two of Something them did. completely different. Yeah, like nothing. I, I knew what I liked and what I didn't like, and mm -hmm. I definitely didn't want to go down their yeah, career yeah. paths. But uh, but yeah, for sure they they influenced it, which cool. was yeah. It, it's it's funny. I didn't realize it until I started it that I I realized then how much they influenced that so, part of my life. So were you able to to lean on them then in terms of? I mean, or did you go to them as resources? in terms of like 
I, I don't know. I, I could, because the industries are so different, what you do from what they do. Sure. But, but was like, have you have you fallen back on them, or was this is this something more like you're you're trying to navigate yourself, or you have different mentors that you go to that are more specific to your industry? Yeah, I I would say it's a mix of the two. So definitely when I told them I wanted to start my own business, they were like so excited. They were like, (laughs) this is awesome. I'm so happy for you, you know, all that, which was really, really encouraging to hear because, you know, that might not always be the case just Mm -hmm. because it is a big risk and all that. So they, besides them being encouraging, I think what I loved was that, yeah, they were telling me right off the bat, like you should definitely do X, Y, and Z, just in terms of any business when you're starting it, whatever industry you're in, you know, here are some things that you should be aware of or do to protect your business, protect yourself, things like that. So I feel like they were really great in the sense of um, just like logistics of how to start one and what you know are some of the essentials you need when you're starting your own business. Yeah. Um, so they were definitely helpful in that sense. And then I feel like I've had so many mentors for the other parts, for the wedding industry side of it or the event industry side of it, just because they aren't familiar with that. And mm-hmm. there are there are some things that need to be included in there that they wouldn't necessarily know. So it's been great because I feel like anyone who's been either directly helping me or just I've been getting knowledge from wherever, the internet or from just people who have started their own businesses, whether it's in my industry or not, I feel like everyone has been super helpful because everyone has something to offer in terms of their knowledge. And my parents were the the closest and the easiest yeah, to access yeah, but then course. I've been able to branch out and talk to other people who've also been equally or helpful specific yeah cool. all right so let's let's get into preoccupied bride okay. a little bit more I want to get into like the nuts and bolts of it okay sure um, and I guess like so and if you don't if you don't mind talking about this of course uh, like but how are you like what are you doing to take your business like to the next level like are you focusing on social media are you focusing on like print ads word of mouth like i mean i'm just curious like if you have any tips or things that you can share stuff that has worked for you stuff that hasn't absolutely Um, and and i mean i know so i know instagram has been a big thing for you and like i love that because i'm like really on this social media kick right now um i've been posting a lot actually somebody even said too much so um but whatever you 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 gotta live your truth so exactly i completely agree (laughs) i know some people say you should post like three times a day and i'm like that's insane i can't do that but that's real times a week no Uh, i i feel like there are certain uh certain not facebook certain social media sites they're literally like post three to five times a day yeah and other ones are like at least once a day and it's like i don't know. So I mean, well, I've I've been able to to do once a day. I was actually doing twice a day for a little while, then scaled it back a little bit. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, the thing is, like, you know, for me, I've I've seen that growth in Instagram. So I'm just curious, like, what how what have been some of the strategies for you when it comes to social media, when it comes to like just marketing in general? Sure. I mean, definitely as a new business owner, I would say trial and error has been you know the <laughs> the biggest friend. yeah my best friend, the biggest lesson I've learned, worst enemy. I feel like it falls into <laughs> every category. Uh, for me, I, I'm really focusing on SEO and just uh, Google search. Like oh, that cool. is kind okay. of what I, I, I come from that background. So when I was a project manager, it was for a web design and development company. Yeah. And so SEO, search engine optimization, all anything related to ranking higher on Google, that was like, that was my area. So yeah. I. So you have experience with this. Too. I have experience okay. with it. Or at least it. some exposure. Exactly. To it. I was gonna say, like, not that I was directly doing that, but I definitely was involved with the team that would. And for me, I just and just given that we live in 2018, like that's just 
such a big way that people in any mm -hmm. industry are finding their clients is through Google. Yeah. And so I, uh, I really wanted to focus on that because in the wedding and event industry specifically, finding your clients, a lot of people, a lot of planners find them through uh, referrals, through their friends and family referring their friends and family to you. And I, I wanted that, but I didn't want that to be my main way of getting clients. Mm -hmm. Because at least to me, I, I feel like that can only go so far. Whereas if someone is actually searching, you know, for you whatever hour of the day it is, yeah, but yeah. they're looking for a wedding or event planner, you know, that's kind of like your salesperson right there, 365 days a year, yeah. if if you do it right. So that's kind of the the main marketing that I've been trying to focus on is just really building up my my rankings on okay. Google and just on the internet in general. No, like what are you what are you doing for that? Are you like putting up? I know we talked about like blog posts and stuff like that. Absolutely, blogging okay. is a huge part of it. Um, and what's your website? Let's plug your website. Oh, preoccupiedbride.com. Cool. Um, it'll be in the show notes too, guys. Awesome. But go ahead. And it and my blog is on that site as well. Mm -hmm. And it is it's it's about putting out content out there that's people want to to actually read <laughs> and that can be <laughs> anything good. yeah you know because otherwise <laughs> if you you know I guess what I'm trying to say is, is like if you if you put out content out there that you're just trying to put it there to rank for these different keywords mm -hmm. it's not going if it's not like user-friendly or actually interesting content then even if you're doing the right things by using certain keywords and the content and things like that it's still not going to rank nicely yeah. because it has to be user-friendly it has to be actually things that people want to read so i've been trying to do a lot of blog posting on uh you know events that i'm doing but also um, tips for planning when you're planning your wedding here are some things to think about just for the engaged couples, uh, people who want to actually see your experience, you know, it's just kind of any type of topic really relating to event planning. I've been trying to blog a lot about. Uh, but the other the other thing I've been doing, which has been like a big game changer for me, is actually implementing the correct way to use SEO on your website. Yeah. And so there are a lot of like black hat tricks or SEO out there that's not the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of companies that will kind of do those things to make it seem like you're doing SEO the right way. Well, so uh, this this is a world that I don't know as much about, but I'd like to learn. And yeah. not that I want to learn black hat stuff, podcasts, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> but like, what's an example of something black hat? Um, just keyword stuffing. Just putting like, just say I'm trying to rank for wedding planning in Chicago. Mm -hmm. It's like all my content is just going to have wedding planning Chicago in the content, but it doesn't make sense. But it just keeps even showing if, up. Even if your content is referring to something else type of thing? Yeah, it, okay. it's like it either doesn't make sense or you just keep plugging it in all throughout your website and all throughout your content, but it's not natural. It yeah. just feels very like it's just there so you would rank on a search engine. Okay. Um, whereas a more friendly way would be if you actually use that keyword phrase but it actually naturally comes up and it only mm -hmm. might come up maybe once in your, your content or yeah, a yeah. couple times throughout, but it's natural and it actually makes sense and you're not just doing it just for the search engine. You're okay. you're writing it in for the user. So that's like one small thing. I don't know like that much about SEO either. Like I know enough, mm -hmm. but I'm sure like an SEO expert would be able to talk, you know. So, uh, well, that was actually gonna be my next question. Are you are you doing this yourself then, or have you like hired out? So I, because I am a new business, I just feel like every dollar is you know extremely yeah, yeah. important right now, and so I I have been doing it myself, and I found this great this great company called Hipreneur, 
And it's this guy, uh, his name is Elliot, and he posts videos on how you can do, it's like do-it-yourself SEO. Gotcha. Oh, okay, But cool. what's cool is because I came from the background, I like attended one of his like webinars online and I actually saw he's like doing it the right way. Yeah. So I think that was a difference for me is like, even though I'm not like a full-on SEO expert, I knew what was like the right way and wrong way. And mm -hmm. when I was watching his videos and learning more about him, he's actually teaching people to do it the right way. But his, his goal was like, hey, you know what, if you're a small business or, you know, you can't afford to hire an SEO company and spend, you know, $800, $1,000, dollars a month, which is what some of these companies are mm -hmm. going to be charging, you can do it yourself. It might take longer <laughs> yeah. and it might, it might be slower to implement because that's not, you know, your area of expertise, yep, but yep. I'm going to teach you how to do it. And so I've been doing that and it's actually been working. It, it, it's definitely, um, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. So mm -hmm. if you start implementing SEO, you can expect results overnight. Um, but if after a few months, if you're doing it properly, you will actually start seeing results. And I have been, and it's been awesome. awesome. And okay. like the last couple clients I booked was, I was through my website That's and I think so it's because cool. they, they searched okay. for the right thing. So, so you, you, yeah. You know your stuff now. So, <laughs> I don't know about that, but slowly but surely I'm trying. No, okay, so, so that's awesome. I mean, well, I mean that's, that's like a great example of like, I mean, DIY, right? And yeah. I, I mean, I think that's so important. And you know what, it just, this is, this is why I'm excited. This is why I'm like, <laughs> this is why like 2018, I just become like a huge optimist about like the internet because like, instead of paying 800, $1,200 like a month, like, somebody was giving this information for free and like they were putting that that value out into the world where you were able to take advantage of it it's helping your business now absolutely and like what, was it on youtube or something oh so. you know what sorry it's not free but it's it's this very low price like per, okay. month, per month yeah so, so but I, either way there's some there's somebody offering this stuff exactly there, and so. i and i love that like this person realized that there are people like me and so many other small business owners out there who just simply can't afford to mm -hmm. hire a company but it's like hey if you're willing to put in the work yourself you can do this too and you can make results happen on your own yeah. and I just I feel like especially in the stage I'm in I, I literally do everything you know I'm doing social media I'm the sales yeah you play I'm, all the, all I'm the every, roles mm -hmm. exactly and so it's like I don't mind taking on that role as long as someone's willing to explain it to me and yeah. then I can I can do it so it's been really it's been really great okay so let's um, let's take a little I don't know why I wanted to say derivative, but let's let's take. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm stumbling all over the place. But we don't edit segue? this podcast. Segway. That's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> let's segue into what you were just talking about. Since you are doing it all yourself, um, you know that's something that I can relate with from I guess all my different projects. Like, for sure. Sometimes you'll have somebody to work with, but most of the time, like I feel like I'm I'm doing it myself. How yes. do you balance your time? Like, is there like do you? Are you, are you organized? Are you giving me that face? Like you just kind of like go at it? I mean, that's where my project management skills come in, I yeah, would okay, say. So, so share some of like your best practices for project management for, for folks that like, I mean, because I've, I've struggled with it before, right? Like time management. For and, sure. And it's, it's odd I, because I like when too. the less time I have, the better I manage it. But the yeah. more time I have, like I just, I'm, I'm awful at it. So no, what, what are your like couple tips or something? Or what do you, what do you do that works for you? Um, I, I would definitely say I am the same way. I, when I am busy, I can get so much done. And when I have a lot of time, it's harder <laughs> to, to manage things. But I think one thing that helped me in my old job and now just doing what I'm doing now is planning for the week. I, I like to have weekly goals of just what are the absolute priorities I need to get done mm -hmm. in the week and then in a day. So I, I, 
I don't know why that works for me and I, I write it down and I think writing down things is key whether you're literally using a pen and paper or in my case I type things out and just like a word document gotcha, okay. and um, just that idea of you know what are the things I absolutely need to get done in this week and then breaking it down even further into this day because there are going to be certain things I want to get done in a day but mm -hmm. I don't have to and so if it ends up getting pushed you know another day or towards the end of the week for me then I kind of know what those things are yeah. but then there are other things I'm like I absolutely need to get this out today or I need to work on this today. And Do you it's use like, like spreadsheets or something to, to like our calendar to organize your I days? use, I, I love either using my Apple calendar. I've also, um, what's it called? Integrated the Google calendar onto my Apple calendar. Gotcha, so that okay. way I have all my events or wh whether I'm meeting with someone, whether it's a networking event, I put everything in that God, thing. I love my calendar. I do too. It's, it's just amazing. So like it it just, organizes it everything organized. for you. I'm like, I don't double book anything like I used yes. to before. <laughs> no, I completely agree. And then, like, have you heard of, you know, like, uh, Calendly? Am I saying I that right? I have, but I, I, tell me more about it. So I recently just signed up for it, and they, they have a great free version where it's like you can schedule things within half hour appointments or hour appointments, depending on what kind of mm -hmm. account you end up going with. But that, if you talking about double booking just made me think of that as, like, one thing I don't like is when I'm talking to a potential client, we go back and forth on email so much where it's like, okay, yeah, I, I decided I do want to talk to you more about this. When can we talk on the phone? Or can we meet in person? Are you free to say that date? There's so many emails that just go back and forth with that. Yeah, yeah. And I already get so many emails, I'm trying to eliminate them anywhere mm -hmm. I can. And what I liked about this is you can just send them a link to your calendar and they can pick the time that they oh, want to book you. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and it's great. because so it then integrates it's, with Apple and It Google. integrates with Apple and Google. And I think a couple other ones too, depending on the account you do. But for like the basic account, it does your Apple or Google calendar. So is, it, it's, is it free or what? It's free. Oh, the, the basic account is the free. The basic one is free. That and is I think sweet. the only like restriction with that is you have to just choose if it's which like time slot you want so if you want to do 30 minute then you can only stick with that if you gotcha. wanted to add like hour 15 minute then you'd have to upgrade okay cool cool well, but you can pick whichever one you want which i feel like especially in the beginning is like it's it's a great free account yeah no okay so calendly i'll see if i can uh, put that in the show notes too yeah yeah That's i awesome. so i've been using a um i guess it's just called do it's like a to-do list app oh yeah on my phone it's okay. It's like sometimes, sometimes I'm like really good at it. Some days, like stuff builds up and I just feel overwhelmed and yeah. like, I get sad. <laughs> I <laughs> look at all the stuff that I haven't done. But what I, what I really like about it is um, you're able to like set dates for things. Yeah. Um, so like, let's say you know there's something that I want to get done on like such and such day. So like that helps me kind of see like what I need to do, sure. but not today. Right. Um, but you know like, what's coming up. Yeah, stuff that's coming up or just things like that. So. Um, I've, I've been trying to make it a habit to like check it regularly, like either in the morning or in the evening, but like, yeah, I think what ends up happening. So I need, so now I'm at the point, uh, cause I'm, this is my second cycle where like, I'm, I like go really hard at it and then <laughs> I like uh, stuff builds up on things that I haven't done. And I realize like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And then I like gave up and then I got back <laughs> into it at the beginning of this year. Um, and so what I think I need to do now is like, since all this stuff is building up, I need to either decide like, I'm going to do it and I actually do it. Um, or like I'm just not gonna do it and delete it because like I think that just meant messes with like my psyche. When it's yeah, consistently I, 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 building stuff, up stuff stuff like past due things that are just building up and I'm just like I want to get to this at some point but I don't yeah. really want it. so. Well, I think you said it too. It's definitely like a habit you have to build mm -hmm. whether it is checking it every day or updating it. I think that's the hardest part is like getting into 
a habit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's hard to build that, but it's like once you start doing it, it's easier mm-hmm. to maintain that. And so I think it's good that you're checking it every day. <laughs> Maybe you're not crossing off stuff, but at least you're checking it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a, it's a struggle every day, but you know, you take, you take it one day at yeah, a time. Yeah, um, it really has to be one day at a time. That is my like motto in life, but especially in like a business setting is like you just have to, there's so much to do. You yeah. And there's only 24 hours a day. You can't. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's, I, I was going to have a couple more questions to wrap up. Sure. Um, and then also give you a chance to plug uh, everything, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, oh, geez. I guess looking looking forward, um, we're like, and this is, this is odd because this, I think this is the first like business interview that I've done. Yeah. But like looking forward, like what are some of the things that like excite you? What are the things that you have on the horizon for like Preoccupied Bride? Um, what are the things that maybe you're working on uh, to to help, you know, promote Get Out There More? Uh, well, so I started this business mainly on the wedding planning side. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, like I said, it's been going great so far. And I'm really excited about just continuing to build the wedding planning side, but I am really looking forward to building the event side of it. So wedding planning is my my main services that I offer, but I also uh, plan events outside of weddings. So more on the the personal like social side. Yeah. Um, so non-corporate, but essentially, you know, like anniversaries or mm-hmm. birthday parties or showers or whatever it is. So I'm really looking forward to building that side because I feel like even though it's still planning, it's going to be a very different atmosphere with those clients. And yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm really excited about that. That's kind of one of the biggest things that I'll be doing for 2018 is okay. just just building up that side. And um, honestly, it's just it's been so fun just like learning to run a business. <laughs> I, I feel like I wasn't worried about the planning side because yeah. I know I know how to do that. I'm I'm familiar with it. I have the skills for it. But what I wasn't familiar with was just running a business. And it's been fun just to learn about something I didn't know about, but I now I not only need to know about, but I want to. So just kind of what is working, what isn't working. When you were mm-hmm. talking about marketing, it's been fun to, I mean, sometimes it's frustrating, but it's it's more fun for me to find out what is working versus what's not. Or like, just build my network. I've been meeting yeah. so many incredible people and I'm really looking forward to just expanding that network because like literally everyone I've met in this industry has been not only so nice, but so, um, what's the word, just so welcoming and so encouraging. That's really great And I hear. think I didn't expect that because I felt like being the new kid on the block, I was just like, okay, planners are gonna see me as their competition and then other vendors like DJs and photographers and videographers or whoever it is, they're just going to be like, oh, she's new. Like, I don't want to work with, you (laughs) know what I mean? Like someone who's not experienced. And it's been the complete opposite reaction. It's like planners have been giving me tips and advice and other vendors also have been doing the same, but they've also been like, let's work together. Let's meet up. Let's collaborate. And it's been, it's just been like overwhelming how wonderful it's been. And so I'm just really looking forward to to just keep at it in this industry because everyone is so great. <laughs> well, weddings are a happy time. Yes, for, for everyone, for <laughs> for, for both the, the couples and then the people working in them, I guess, too. Yeah. I mean, you still get the, the crazy ones here and there, but mm-hmm. overall, everyone's just, it's been really great. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to 
just continuing to build everything and then really expand on that that event side so yeah, i'm really happy to hear that i mean I, I think that's that's always like really positive and helpful right like Absolutely. Whenever, whenever you're like trying to break into any kind of community, I probably didn't use the right word in saying break, but whenever you're trying to like get involved and get out there in the community, like the more warm and receptive that they are, the easier it is for you to kind of get on your feet and really get the ball rolling. So. No, completely. And I, I feel like that's not always the case. So oh, no, just yeah. having I mean, that it's, is... It's almost surprising, like you were saying, like you, you'd expect you people that. to feel like uh, it was a threat or some type of competition, but um, no, that's that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, okay, last question. Okay. Um, and we'll, we'll do this for prospective uh, brides and grooms or folks looking to uh, potentially, well, not even work with you, but just work or, or take that next step in general. Yeah. Um, give me like one, maybe two tips. Things that you learned now having been involved in weddings from a different perspective, not being, <laughs> not being an attendee and not being uh, at your own wedding but being somebody who's involved on the planning side, are there any tips you can give to folks um, who are ready to take that next step or thinking about that next step or in the planning stages of it, um, that just stuff that you've seen, maybe some easy pitfalls that they can avoid? Yeah, absolutely. I think especially for um, for engaged couples, the, the first thing I would say is because right after you're engaged, I feel like it's super exciting. You know, you're on that high of, getting engaged and then when it's like time to sit down and start they literally so many couples don't know where to start mm -hmm. and i would say the the most important thing is just to get the ball rolling or to like have a domino effect of planning the rest of your details is you have to figure out your venue and you have to figure out your date it sounds so simple <laughs> and it, it sounds like how would people not know that but i can't tell you how many people are just like we don't know where to begin and that's what i say is like look for your venue pick a date and only after you do all that stuff should you start looking into anything else gotcha. because none of that stuff is going to matter if you don't have a date or a venue that's the first thing any one of your other vendors that you're looking into are going to ask because that they need to know that that basic information so i would say start there and then honestly from there the uh the concept of booking just like one one event per day vendors is key so what i mean by that is some people think like you might need to book, um, they might be thinking about, I don't know, like flowers or decor or something like that. Yeah. A lot of those details can be figured out a little later on in the planning process or closer to the wedding even, but your vendors who can only do one event per day, like a photographer or a, or a DJ or something like that where they, you know, there's only one of them and they mm -hmm. can only do that one event, those are the people you should be looking into next. Because as you, if you think about it in that sense, it'll just make the planning process easier. It'll be easier to figure out then, okay, these are the priorities of what I need to do next. And some of these other things that I thought were important, I can actually think about later down the line. Gotcha. So okay. that's what I, I say to every bride and groom, if they're like in that beginning phases, look for your venue, pick your date, and book your one per day, per, one per event, one per, per day, event. Gotcha. Okay. vendors. All right. Well, I think that is pretty solid advice. So thank it you for seems, that. It I, seems I know, like, like you said, logical, it seems so simple, but, but um, no, I mean, like, I, I, I totally get that. I think people just get, like, lost in, and caught up in the emotions and just, like, yeah. it's so much at one time that they don't, they don't necessarily think about it that way. But that's the logical and logistical way to think about it. So Cool, cool. 
Well, uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to give you a chance to plug your Instagram, plug your website. I know we, we've done a couple of those, but what is the best way for folks to, to get in touch with you, whether that's uh, whether they want to work with you or have more questions or anything? Yeah, uh, definitely website, preoccupiedbride.com. I have uh, my contact form, my contact information is all on there. Um, if someone wants to get in touch uh, through phone, it would be 312-884-1251. And Instagram handle is at Preoccupied Bride. And pretty much that's my handle on everything. Facebook, Pinterest, <laughs> uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> it's kind of all over the place, but yeah, okay. it's awesome. at Preoccupied Bride. Well, we'll have to we'll have to edit out your phone number there because I'm, I'm totally kidding. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like, just, you can. I'm, I'm surprised that's you my, your phone number. That's my work number. So okay, all right. it's the not like. Business cell phone It's number, my business, guys. yes. Don't abuse it. <laughs> so, um, okay, Maya, this has been so awesome. Thank you for, for sharing this. And I, I'm excited to see what 2018 brings. Um, I'm super excited too. That, Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. I, I feel like every so conversation fun. we've had so far, I think, um, you know, you and I are both like very entrepreneurial in how we approach things. So, it's always just fun to talk about yeah, this stuff. And agreed. it's always really exciting to hear uh, your wins for, you know, to be able to share my wins with you and talk through struggles and stuff like that. So I wish you nothing but the best. Thank I'm excited you. To, to maybe do a round two at some point and Absolutely. see what you learn. Thank so. you so much. No problem.